First off, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beatty. It's Wednesday, August 2nd. I hope you're well. Coming up... The weaponization of the Justice Department that has targeted him, that he is a victim... Donald Trump charged over efforts to overturn election results and majority of parents worried about back-to-school costs this year. Thus, we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, Donald Trump has been indicted by the US Department of Justice for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The former US president has been summoned to appear in court on August 4th. It's part of an investigation also looking into the January 6th storming of the Capitol building in Washington. Sky's US correspondent James Matthews has seen a statement from Donald Trump. Donald Trump is cementing there his message that this is all about the weaponization of the Justice Department that has targeted him, that he is a victim. Interestingly, he uses the phrase, an American... A quarter of secondary school parents say they've had to take out a loan or borrow from friends in order to meet back-to-school costs this year. Research from Bernardo's shows the average cost of sending a fourth-class pupil to school is €320, rising to €972 for a student starting secondary school. The charity's annual back-to-school survey of over a 1,000 parents has found half at primary level and two-thirds at second level are worried about meeting the cost this year. Bernardo's CEO Suzanne Connolly says the notion that education here is free is completely untrue. Some of the parents we spoke to spend their summer worrying about the cost of sending their children back to school. What we're doing is we're calling on the government to extend the free school book to secondary schools to ensure that all schools provide a low-cost school uniform option to end voluntary contributions and to maintain the increase in the back-to-school allowance. A senior investigating officer has been appointed to examine the circumstances of the road crash in Monaghan on Monday in which two teenage girls were killed. 17-year-old Kaya McCann and 16-year-old Dalava Mohammed were on their way to the school debs of Largy College when the car they were being driven in crashed on the N54 at Legna Kelly. The driver, a man in his 60s, remains in a critical condition. An 18-year-old girl is critical but stable, while an 18-year-old boy is being treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Superintendent Patrick O'Connell from Monaghan Garda Station says they need to hear from anyone who was in the area around the time of the crash. We've a senior investigating officer appointed. We've already had a case conference in Mon and Gara Station. I can't really go into the details of where we're at in terms of the focus, but we are appealing for any information and our primary concern at the minute is to support the families of those affected. But our, but our investigation will progress at pace. Households in eight local authorities around the country may have their water supplies disrupted today due to strike action by members of the Unite Trade Union. Workers are seeking a commitment that water staff transferring from local authorities to Ishka Erin will retain their public service status. The local authorities affected are Carlow, Cork City, Cork County, Fingal, Kerry, South Dublin, Tipperary and Waterford County Council. United Trade Union Coordinating Officer Tom Fitzgerald says while the action is regrettable, they will deal with emergencies. Regrettably, there's likely to be. Uh, of course, our members who were involved in the industrial action live in those communities uh, and they'll be impacted by this. Um, we hope uh, that it'll be limited. We have a mechanism in place through um, uh, agreement with the various local authorities that essential and emergency work, our members will come off the picket line and support uh, that work. 
The government's facing renewed pressure to improve conditions at the country's most overcrowded hospital. University Hospital Limerick once again recorded the highest number of patients waiting for a bed across the country yesterday with 110 people on trolleys. The closure of the emergency departments at Ennis, Nina and St John's Hospital in Limerick in 2009 has left 400,000 people reliant on the ED at UHL with reports of serious staff burnout and retention issues. Sinn Féin TD for Limerick, Morris Quinlevin, says the people of the Midwest have been utterly failed. Trolley figures in UHL are off the scale. We had 107 people on trolleys on Monday. We had 110 on trolleys on Tuesday. For July of this year, we had 1,824 people less than incredible 500 plus on, on July of last year. And we have a massive, massive problem because there's no government plan to get it out of it in the short term. A man who claims to be an orphan from Ireland is facing extradition to the US from Scotland today. US authorities believe the man is Nicholas Rossi, who's wanted in America to face sex charges. Katsov reports. The 35-year-old, alleged to have faked his own death, is fighting proceedings in Scotland, insisting he is in fact Arthur Knight, an Irish orphan who's never been to America. Over the course of the case, his lawyers argued extradition would be a flagrant violation of his human rights, but US officials claim he's wanted over several offences, including rape, and he was arrested in the UK while being treated in hospital for COVID-19. The decision's expected later at Edinburgh Sheriff Court. In entertainment news, pop star Lizzo and her production company are being sued by three former dancers. They claim they were subject to sexual, religious and racial harassment, assault and false imprisonment, among other allegations. Lawyers say two dancers were eventually fired from their positions while a third resigned. There's been no comment yet from the Grammy-winning US singer. And in sport, in soccer holders, the US will discover their last 16 opponents at the World Cup this morning. Sweden are favourites to top Group G. They played the US in Melbourne. They take on Argentina from eight. Runners-up spot in the group is still up for grabs with Argentina, South Africa and Italy all hopeful of securing second spot. The latter pair meet in Wellington with second place sealing a Sydney date with the Netherlands. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.